0: Good morning, a warm welcome to each of you joining NetAmerica's Youth Forum. I am Noel Meekins, a member of the Outreach and Recruitment Team in the District of Columbia, Maryland and Virginia, and I'm going to be serving as today's Youth Forum moderator. Today's session will be an overview of promising practices derived from case studies conducted of four school districts, career technical education, and youth apprenticeship programs. These school districts are located in the rural and suburban parts of Maryland and Virginia. The Promising Practices Guide showcase these high schools and what they are doing to prepare the pipeline of workers in the healthcare industries and beyond, and to highlight their unique approaches, successful strategies, and lessons learned. Today's youth forum is comprised of three panelists. The first panelist from whom you will hear is Dr. Audrey Tice. Dr. Tice is a subject matter expert with the Ashland Management Group. She has served over 30 years of experience. She has more than 30 years of experience in education, workforce development, and economic development. She has held executive leadership positions in state government, and has been a consultant to a national association and has been a consultant to our state workforce investment board. Dr. Tice is nationally recognized as a consensus builder across various groups. And she was awarded by the National Association of Workforce Development Professionals as with the systems building award. Dr. Tice is no stranger to the DMV a lot of her executive leadership positions was in the state of Maryland. We are delighted to have her to present and tell us what the research will be telling us today. Our next presenter will be Ms. Jacqueline Lynn Sorrels. Miss Sorrels is a youth apprenticeship coordinator for Dorchester Public High Schools in Cambridge, Maryland. Ms. Sorrels began her career as a school teacher in middle school. She went on to become the principal of North Dorchester High School. For eight years during her tenure, the school was acknowledged by US News and World Report as a school of distinction. Go Vikings. She has taken her experience and zeal to the position of youth apprenticeship coordinator, effectively matching aspiring youth with career pathways. Our third panelist is Mr. Bo Bundrick. Mr. Bundrick is a senior level administrator with more than 20 years of leadership, which includes strategic planning, public relations, training, development, and supervision. He currently serves as the director of career technical and education and workforce development programs for Louisa County Public Schools it's located in mineral virginia dr tice miss Sorrels, and mr bundrick we welcome each of you as panelists for the youth forum and to the audience i now present our panelists after our panelists i will be coming back to you for a session our q a session so i encourage you to get your ink pens and pencils so you can write your questions down and with that We'll now hear from our panelists. We have with us today, we have Kathy Wistanley standing in for Audrey Tice. We have Bo Bundrick and we have Lynn Soros. So let's get those questions coming in to the chat. The chat is located on the lower right hand side of your screen. We ask that you type your questions in. I hope you've got your glasses because I can't read hieroglyphics, so Put your questions in, I will, will read the questions aloud. I'm asking that Bo and Lynn, that they, they answer the questions pertaining to the, the school programs and that Kathy answers any questions pertaining to the research. So with that, let's get those questions coming in audience. And I'd like for Bo and Lynn to take your uh, mute off. Yes, so that you'll be ready to answer aloud. All right, let's get those questions coming into the chat. Okay, our first question. How do you attract and retain employer sponsors to your program? I'll direct that to Lynn and Bo.
1: Hi, good morning. I'm Lynn Sarles with Dorchester County Public Schools. Um, that's a great question. And um, I, I have found the most effective method is is to actually get out of the office and and go to you know the businesses that we're looking to partner with. Um, what I found is that once I've I've linked up with a couple businesses, I asked the business owners, hey, would you share your experience with um, you know with other colleagues? And and that kind of builds some momentum. Also using the um, Chamber of Commerce, going to that location, partnering with the local chamber. um, I I speak with our local president at least two to three times a week. Um, He is a wonderful proponent for the youth apprenticeship. And as we have new members join the chamber, um, he encourages them to be part uh, of the youth apprenticeship um, opportunity.
0: Okay, Mr. Bundrick, I'm going to give you just a second question. What employability skills are taught to prepare students for the modern technology-enabled workplace?
2: Yeah, so thank you, Noel, for that question. We We teach, obviously, in addition to technology skills, the 38 competencies that are required for workplace readiness. But the most technology skills that we teach are Microsoft Office, we have, um, we have also added a cyber security, we have commuter, computer information systems one and two. So a lot of our students that go through these programs are just really savvy in being able to go into a higher tech job, whether it's in marketing or whether it's in manufacturing in our community, they can go in and they can work through this equipment. Whereas some of the older, you know, veteran workforce, they just don't have that experience. So. All of the computer systems that we offer in our division do prepare them, even in automotive. We use high-tech equipment in our automotive labs. So it's just really, we've immersed it throughout our division and our technology director has really embraced you know, our our programming and, and we're trying to get as much tech into all of our classes as possible.
0: I'm going to thank you so much for that answer, Mr. Bundrick. I'm going to direct the next question to uh, Kathy. Uh, Stanley, what is being done in the schools um, based on the research to expose students to career pathways earlier not later and i think there was an example in some of the research in in charles county public schools
3: yeah in fact that's what i was going to um tell, tell you a little bit about so one of the unique things that uh, the charles county public schools did was they have a cte showcase for um all of their eighth graders they hold it up at community college and the students come uh, the students that are in the cte program already um have exhibits that they they show to the eighth graders and then in addition to that they also um allow the students opportunity they they give the students some opportunity to hear from school officials about the program those individuals that are are running running the the programs and um the students then get that overview of what a cte program is like what their uh, youth apprenticeship program is like and um, the then the students get an opportunity to sign up and the parents get an opportunity to um, receive information as well. And then again in the 10th grade, they they do the process again in the 10th grade and then 10th graders get the opportunity to work with their school counselors to sign up for the program.
0: Thank you so much for that answer. I thought that was um, really unique in exposing young people in the eighth grade um, to what is happening. And one of the things I heard um, Ms. Sorrell say today is students and parents are, are, are your great promoters of the program. Uh, I'm going to sum up because we are very, uh, very uh, short for time remaining and questions are still coming in. I'd like to thank the audience for getting those questions in um i'm just going to sum up some of the things that we talked about today we're now in wrap up and um dr dr tice talked about being i wrote some notes down being consistent and clear about the language when we talk about youth apprenticeship terminology it's still a little confusing she says to businesses but she says not only do we need to have a glossary of terms but go one step further and do on-demand training on terminology and real life uh, program models that end users can access at all times she said that the state plays a key role in establishing programs and that your departments of education and labor, you can definitely check in with them. If you're talking about establishing a program, they have many resources um, that can assist you. And she talked about um, those resources that you don't have to recreate the wheel. She also talked about what was very important, and we saw that in in Dorchester and we saw it in Louisa County, is that a dedicated full-time youth apprenticeship coordinator. They're important to the success of the program. They can help you build relationships with businesses and and also to help the students to move through the process and we have seen that done with both Ms. Sorrells and Mr. Bundrick um, in their programs um, one of there were some common themes that Ms. Ms. Sorrells and Mr. Bundrick talked about is that with the current workplace shortages that opportunities do exist for young people to be employed in entry-level positions and employees are willing to invest in training those young people The second thing I heard was the value of partnerships, engagement, and communication with internal and external stakeholders from recruitment and engagement of employers and students, from teachers involved in identifying good candidates who are work ready, and from parents, teachers, counselors, and worksite mentors who are guiding students as they they take their next step and to explore a career pathway. in, in conclusion, CTE and RAPS programs are equipped to develop the talent pipeline of employers. They also support the local economy by producing contributing taxpaying residents while providing students with opportunities to envision their future. And we know that for some, this would never take place without access to the types of programs that have been highlighted today look we're at the end of our session we acknowledge that this is national apprenticeship week and you could have been in many events but you chose this one the youth forum at net america corporation we'd like to thank each of you for joining us today and i think we have a poll that will come to the screen at this time, that we'll just ask you to tell us a little bit more about who you are, and it'll help us to design um, discussion sessions and some of our future forums that are more tailored to your, your interests. All right, with that, I'd like to say, do we have the poll? Okay. Do we have the poll?
3: Hi, Noel, Thank you so much
1: uh, to you and the panelists today. We actually were um, we have a little extra time. Um, I know this is a little, you know, asking you to wing it a tad, but we have a
3: few more questions. If, okay. um, if you guys have, um, we have at least ten minutes, um, so maybe we can do about seven minutes of Q and A, and then um, and then we'll put the polls up. Is that all right with you all? Okay. Uh,
0: do you have um, time for our panelists? Yes, yes, we would. Yes,
1: we want to hear from the panelists as well, um, if, if you all have time. Uh, so. okay. OK, panelists, here are some more
0: questions. Uh, this is a long one. <laughs> Somebody put their glasses on today to write this one. Given today's headlines about the pandemic, shipping disruptions and climate change, are there more students expressing interest in the healthcare or transportation, or distribution and logistic industries and green energy occupations? Do I need to read that again?
2: I can I can start with that. Noel, we actually uh, our economic development office works closely with our department, you know, for workforce development and new industry coming in, and I will tell you that. Um, Healthcare, biomedical tech, uh, logistics, and transportation, as well as manufacturing, are on our top list on our agenda, as well as green energy. So, th- those have hit home to us, and we are intimately involved in bringing those uh, business-ready sites to our county, and also bringing those industries into our county. So, and and in our new initiatives in our school division, we hope to build a workforce and innovation center that will capture new programming to train our young adults leaving high school to go into these said industries. So uh, I think Raven submitted that question uh, and it is right on point with what we're trying to do as well in Louisa County.
0: Thank you for that question, Raven. OK. Let me get There's some more questions, just a few minutes.
1: And if I if I could, Bo, just to to uh, kind of dovetail what you were sharing, what what I find is that um, the young our young young folks their social awareness um, has brings um, their their need to you know connect with green energy opportunities even more um, even more so. And so I've actually had students say. Um, you know, Ms. Sorrells, can we find a business that that this is a priority item for them? Um, so our, I'm finding students that are, that are now asking to get connected with, um, with businesses that have got that awareness, which I think is fantastic. The healthcare profession in the last year and a half, um, you know, needless to say, our, our, we've got more students who have an interest in that particular uh, field. Again, biomedical with Project Lead the Way, but also our medical services students here. Um, and and finding ways to link up with with those local businesses and the healthcare field is critically important. Um, And I think we're going to continue to see this social awareness with our young people for many years to come.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: There was, um, I think it was Lynn, I'm not sure, where you've developed a partnership with BAM, an organization called BAM, where they help support... I'm not sure which uh, program that was in. They help support African-American males that are part of the
1: program. Is that your program? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Actually, it's an outgroup out our our work with BAM is actually um, an outgrowth from our work with a a local nonprofit uh, partnership for learning, um, whereby we identify how can we best meet the needs of specific segments of our population. And so we identified, how do we meet the needs of our um, African-American males? And, and that's what BAM is designed to do. And fundamentally, the first, the first component to that is having conversations, meaningful conversations with these young men and, and asking them, where do you see your future? And how can we help in, in creating a pathway for that? Um, those grassroots conversations with these young people are priceless, absolutely priceless um, and very informative. Um, so we're trying to kind of kind of dig down deep and really meet students where they are at and what their needs are. Fantastic. Thank you for
0: that. I think that's important.
1: And you also, um,
0: in the research, it talks about the organization helping to connect. Um, the the program with African-American businesses, you know, and I think that that was important to bring out um, as well. Okay, we have a question coming in. What are some industry-recognized certifications do students earn prior to graduation related to biomedical and biotechnology industries? You know, what are some industry recognized certifications do students earn prior to graduation related to the biomedical industry
1: do you have any of that um i i'm sure it's probably much the same in in virginia Um, our medical services students, um, once they complete their coursework, they then become CNA certified and GNA certified. Um, And those are two very much sought after uh, certifications locally in our medical community. Um, So, you know, for that specifically in our cosmetology program, our students become board certified. They sit for their boards and um, then become certified to go out into local salons once that has been completed and they've graduated. So those are just a couple we offer here in Dorchester.
2: Yeah, same for us that we offer those same two state board exams, but in relationship to biomedical and and more biotechnology, that's the the new stuff that's coming that I mentioned earlier. So we hope to expand our health sciences curriculum with that particular uh, industry standard, as well as um, the growth in that area
0: this is one of the things thank you so much for those answers this is another question how does your school district help students to meet all eligibility requirements but cannot afford transportation to the work site Um, do you partner with other organizations to assist
2: we do have a transportation service uh, several in our county uh, public and private that will work with us to help meet those needs and reduce barriers of transportation to work. So we, we do have some partners that help us with that. That's 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 excellent.
1: And I would say also that's where those relationships with um your chamber of commerce can be incredibly helpful. Um, again, we, we benefit from the nonprofit uh work we do with partnership for learning. Um, local business owners that want to remove any obstacles that they can so that our young people can access this resource.
0: So what would you say to parents and students about the advantages of participating in a CTE and a youth apprenticeship or pre-apprenticeship
2: program? Real quickly, I would say that the studies have shown the data does show how successful these students are. Both in academic and work and work based learning. So, a lot of you'll see our, across the Commonwealth and our state statistics that a lot of our CTE students have some of the higher graduation rates because they're more dedicated to be on time to school and to work and they're able to time management and balance their life accordingly. So, I would tell any parent, any young adult that is seeking an apprenticeship or an internship that the time is obviously now to do so. And, and the, the support that you're going to have from your school division, like us, and obviously Lynn's school division is is really helpful to that, to that growth and, and model that they want to go into and, and learn their career pathway. Like.
0: Look, panelists, we, we are winding down in our time. This time we're ending. We're really ending. But again, <laughs> I'd like to thank our panelists today um, for joining us and answering the questions and our audience for joining us and participating in Net America's Youth Forum. Um, with that, I say this Youth Forum is coming to a conclusion. Have a great day, and I hope that you attend and participate in some of our other events. Thank you so much.